0: It seems to me that we have forgotten a few things over the last two years. For example, we are a little rusty when it comes to making small talk in the grocery store. When someone you haven't seen in a long time asks you how things have been, I think there are like two options. You could either give a dissertation-length answer or just say, fine. And we have also forgotten how to do social gatherings. What used to come naturally takes more effort these days, and it can be a little awkward. All the extroverts I know have embraced their inner introvert. And scheduling time with friends and neighbors on the calendar can feel a little intrusive, even though we have missed them. I think it's clear that the people who have fared the best in the pandemic are the gamers. <laughs> Headphones in place, happily chatting with each other over discord from the comfort of their own rooms. But it's been harder for the rest of us to stay connected. I was at a party recently, the first in a long time, with a room full of people. Masks and social distancing were optional, and. There was a lot to navigate. Am I standing too close for this person's comfort level? Will that close talker notice if I keep backing away? (laughs) You know how it is. Anyway, it was wonderful to be together, but the whole thing felt about as natural and comfortable as a middle school dance. Now I'm confident that we'll remember how to be social again, but we're just in an awkward phase. And I suspect that there are other things that we have forgotten how to do, too. Maybe I shouldn't tell you this, but I've kind of forgotten how to do some stuff at church, like the choreography. For the life of me, I cannot remember which side of the altar I'm supposed to go to after I make announcements, and so I do it differently every week, and that must be super fun for the other priests. (laughs) Also, after a long hiatus, we're trying to remember how to serve communion wine and do receptions again. This year, the staff had to dig pretty deep to remember how to do Holy Week and Easter services, because the last normal round was 2019. I will say that after an online-only Easter, and then one with reservations and limited capacity, it's a joy to see you all here today and to be able to connect to folks online as well. We might not remember how to do everything exactly, but Easter joy is in the air. Now, maybe you are trying to remember some things in your life these days, too, especially as we pick things back up. You might even be trying to remember some things about church, like what worshiping with other people feels like, or how to get back into the habit of going. No judgment. We are all trying to figure this stuff out. And there's a good chance that after so much disruption in the world and in our routines, many of us are trying to remember what church means to us and what place it will have in our lives going forward. After so much disruption, we are in good company with the women at the tomb in Luke's gospel. As soon as the Sabbath is over, they arrive with those spices in hand to tend to the body of Jesus, and immediately they see that something isn't right. The stone to the tomb's entrance has been moved, and the body is gone. The women are not yet thinking resurrection, only that the body of their Lord is not there. Has it been stolen? Are they at the wrong tomb? As the Easter story begins to unfold, disruption on top of trauma and death are clouding the women's sight. After the last two tumultuous years, I think we can understand their confusion and their fatigue and their grief. Now Luke tells us that two angels in dazzling clothes appear to talk to the women. Pro-tip, it is always helpful when heavenly messengers arrive to explain what's going on. Why do you look for the living among the dead, they ask? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified and on the third day rise again. It's good to pause here and note that the risen Jesus has not yet appeared as he does in the other Gospels. Nor do the angels tell the women what's going to happen next as they do elsewhere. Instead, the angels tell the women to look to the past, to understand what has happened, to remember what Jesus had told them. In Luke's Gospel, they will understand resurrection by looking back by remembering. Remember what he told you, that he would be crucified and rise from the dead, the heart of our Christian faith. But there is more for us to remember today, especially with all that we have forgotten lately. Remember what he told you, that our sins are forgiven, that we need to love one another as, Christ, as God loves us, they ought, we ought to love our enemies, too. That we don't need to worry about our lives. That swords should be beaten into plowshares. That we must always care for those in need. That God will seek out the lost and love them. In fact, God especially loves a lost sheep. That it is God's good pleasure to give us the kingdom. That God loves this world and the people in it, including us. And that, in order to get the message of that love through our hard heads, God revealed that love through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. We have a big story to remember today. The angels tell the women to remember all of this on Easter morning. And like the sunlight dawning at the empty tomb, the light of resurrection is dawning on them too. As they remember Jesus' words, they begin to understand. As they do, the women themselves are remembered, put back together, their shattered hearts healed by God's much bigger story. On this Easter day, we, too, are remembered, reconnected to the good news of our salvation. Easter, it connects us to God's grand story, breathtaking in grace and cosmic in scope. But it's also personal. There's another call to remember in Luke's Gospel, just a few verses earlier. There was a criminal being crucified next to Jesus on the cross for the wrongs that he had done. He could see that Jesus next to him was innocent, that he was the Savior. He said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus replied, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Jesus remembered him. In all of our weaknesses, in all of the ways that we fall short or go astray, in all of our forgetfulness, Jesus remembers us too. Jesus puts us back together. And none of us is outside the bounds of that remembering work of Christ. So, if you happen to be feeling a little disconnected these days, or a little awkward in community, or like you can't quite remember some important things, you've come to the right place. There are a couple of angels in dazzling clothes with a message for you. Remember what Jesus told you, that he would be crucified and on the third day rise again. And remember what else he told you, that no matter how much you have forgotten, how much you've lost, how far you have wandered, God is remembering you, piecing you back together, and reconnecting us all to God's much bigger story. And if we happen to forget some of that from time to time, not to worry. I trust that the angels will appear again to help us remember. Happy Easter.